Welcome to episode 121 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How Wait, you doing, Dave? Good. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm still better than most. Probably still better than some, I suppose. How about well, you? If you're yeah, better yeah. than most, you should be better than some. Yeah, yeah. all the above. All right. Um, I'm doing well. Episode 121, Cell Studio. Sun was out for the first time in seven months. I've uh, donned the shorts, even though it was only 52, but I figure April 10th, short weather. Yeah, well, you just wanted people to... Da- yeah, temperature be damned. You wanted people to see that sexy scar running down the middle oh, yeah. of me. Nobody commented on it either. Must have been intimidated. They probably thought it was like a, some type of a battle wound or something. Sure, sure, yeah. Some like a venomous duck or, a, you know, your battle with a wolverine or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um... Interesting first selection because courtesy of Liz a couple weeks ago, and we do have a plethora of donations, and we appreciate and love them all. Keep them coming. Free beer is the best beer. Obviously, we taste three tonight. Right. I mean, if we taste all of our samplings tonight, we'd probably literally die, which some of our listeners may prefer. So... Um, but the, the reason I say this first one's interesting is because Liz picked it up, and Liz always goes by the can, and it's a cool can. It's called Wizard Burial Ground from Vivant Brewery, and what's interesting about it is you said, this is, by the way, they brew it once a year, and this is the 2021 release, so we may have a de- different batch, but you said in the collaboration we did with Destination Bourbon and the one that we did the YouTube on, this is one of the beers we selected, which I'm not going to dispute, agree, or disagree with you, but for all intents and purposes, for me, it's a brand new tasting because if anybody listened to and or watched that episode, I recall very little, if anything, <laughs> of that episode. So this is, this is going to be a new beer for me. Right. Whether we've tasted it or not. But even if we tasted it since they brew it once a year and we're drinking the 2021 release, this actually may be a different batch a different, of, of this beer. Correct. Yeah. But I definitely remember Mike, uh, you know, having this on the docket for us to try. So I totally, thoroughly, magnificently enjoyed that. So I'm really looking forward to this. And it's uh, brewed once a year, the special quadruple aged in bourbon barrels, the alcohol co- Alcohol content of the quad pulls the bourbon, vanilla, and charred oak character out of the barrel and melds all together with the caramel richness already present in the ale. We've been wood aging beer since we opened in 2010. The 2021 Vintage Wizard Burial Ground is yet another stellar version of this legendary beer. So, without uh, 10.8 and 27 IBUs is how is the tail of the tape. So, without further ado, um, what's the nifty things we have around our uh, pint glasses too, Dave, by the way? Uh, so, that to the listeners. last minute decision to go and uh, go to uh, the Maple Grill in Hemlock. And uh, when we got there, they had these cool pint glass koozies. And so, we've got uh, the Maple Grill pint glass koozie, and we're going to test these out. We're they're very up. sharp. Yeah, they're very nice. Yeah, they're very nice. There's even a, I wonder, have you done the uh, QR code yet? Yeah, the QR code on the back of the koozie takes you to the website. 
And so you can see, oh. yeah, what's what's on tap there, and you know what's on the grill. Nice and, little advertising ploy there. I like that. Yeah. Nice job, Len. Or Len, yeah, Len. Okay. It was Len. Josh was super busy. All right. Yep. So we, we're going to have to time the the cheers though, because we got so much padding on our glasses. <laughs> cheers. That's what, nice. Yeah, you get the caramel. Yeah. Well, all I smell is the bourbon. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Really. Yeah, that yeah. There's no caramel notes for me at all. That's bourbon. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> See now, I think if we did this, maybe even at the YouTube collaboration with Destination Bourbon, I had the same reaction because that was probably the midway point of our pod. That was like fifty something. I want to say fifty nine. Sure, give, give or yeah. take. So 59, 59, 118, almost exactly halfway through right. where we're at now. So at that point and beyond, this may have been too much bourbon for me. But, you know, from that point through 120, I've actually grown to, to like the taste of the bourbon barrel. I, st- I don't, there's a hint of vanilla on the finish, and it's almost like I'm sipping which I should have done with the bourbon that we actually drank on that pod, which I didn't do. Um, sipping bourbon. I, I don't get any caramel. And okay. that, that's where, like, uh, the guy I work with, James, somebody who donates a beer should do that. Wrap it up. Dave and I will give our expert opinions, which more than likely will both be wrong. You'll taste coconut, I'll taste pear, and it'll be like a coffee mango. And we'll be like, oh, okay, well, we almost got that right. But... um. But yeah, so I've got bourbon with a hint of vanilla on the finish, but very, very easy drinking at ten point eight. Right. Yeah, that's what which I'm, could be dangerous. That's what I. Yeah. That was the that was the almost evil giggle I had. Um, so yeah, this is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so very tasty. Ah, uh, so. How's the track team looking? Because, you know, first, you know, this is like the second full week of track, so I don't know if you've got a lot on the docket as what you've been watching this week, or have you? Yeah, no, I just, all I did was, all I did was hit the two shows that I started with uh, Moon Knight. That is the new one. It's a six-part, six-part series on Disney Plus. Okay. Okay. So that and one you mentioned that last week. Yeah, right? yeah, some decent action. It's uh, it's kind of more plot building, but uh, some pretty good action in it too. Uh, the other the other one was Halo on Paramount Plus, and that one again, that's the third episode uh, that was released. And you know, episode two and episode three are definitely plot building episodes. Uh, not as much action as the first episode, or that you might like or think Halo would provide. But in any event. Um, Decent. I'm still sticking with them. So, um, what about you? Well, really, not a lot. Other than I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. And we, Liz and I, finished off Banshee. Yeah. Four seasons, and ten, 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 and eight. Thirty-eight episodes, and I think I this is one twenty-one. I want to say one nineteen. Uh, loyal listener, co-worker Chuck McPeak actually got through the 38 quicker than Liz and I did. Um, I've got, I'm not going to give any spoilers to any of the listeners. I, I know like Jason Moeller 
has watched some of the stuff we've talked about, and there are a few others that have watched stuff that we've talked about. So I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there are a couple things I, I'm just dying to talk to Brian and Chuck about on this series. And all I'll say is I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and slot it in as a top five series that I've ever seen. And on the same note, they exited at the right time. Season four, the first two episodes were probably the worst two episodes of the series. But in my opinion, three through eight, they picked up. They tied up a lot of loose ends. Right. And they walked away when they should have. If they would have came back for season five, it, I think even the even like me or Brian or, or the the fans of the show would have been like, okay, this is... You're this, trying to force this, this. Yeah, this yeah. is just too much. Right. And... You know, so I love those endings like that, like Seinfeld. A lot of people said the the series finale of Seinfeld was horrible, but I actually liked it. Oh, that, I, that would have been a big miss putt in the Masters had it been a lot, little bit closer because he just missed a gimme in in the professional ranks. But with a five stroke lead, you have no, a little bit can, of leeway. He can miss two more times if he wants to, but yeah. So we're we're just yeah. catching the end of the Masters here. You all have seen that and probably have seen it a thousand times. He just had a two-and-a-half-foot putt, and now he's got a three-footer yeah. coming back, and his knees are probably going to be knocking even though he's got. <laughs> yeah, 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 so we'll cover that segment, too, yeah. in sports. But uh, So, yeah, so, and here is the, the bad thing about watching series. Like I say, so in two weeks we watched 38, 45 to 59-minute episodes. It's over with, and the listeners know how much I love Billions. Yeah. After watching Banshee. Uh-oh, it tainted it. Billions is almost like iCarly <laughs> compared, to, compared to Banshee. And so, and nice Liz, analogy. Liz and I have tonight's, last week's for sure, and maybe even one other. I think it's just the two to catch up on Billions, and yes, we will. And we're going to get into season two of Bridgerton or Briggerton or however it's pronounced. Um, but when you watch a series like this, it's almost like – you know, uh, what song What song? I should do this as my test to you, but I don't even remember. I've been to the motherfucking mountaintop. Heard motherfucking. Yeah, you're you asking the wrong guy. Get your ass off the floor with your two left feet. It's real easy to follow the beat. Don't let those flag girls pass you by. Oh, what? Oh, oh shake that ass for me. Shake <laughs> that ass for me. me. Shake, shake that, that ass. ass okay, for me. so, and, it's, and that that is how good. Banshee is. Yeah. As far-fetched as can be, you know, salty scene after salty scene. and. But sometimes you're waiting for that. If that's, right. if that's what you know it's yeah. about, sometimes you're waiting and for the next crazy scene. The, the one thing, the deep meaning of this pod, and I, I want this, is a, I'll share with the listeners, and it's not a spoiler alert, but I want to hear what Chuck and Brian have to say when we talk about it at work is in addition to all the sex, violence, and all the other stuff, it's 38 episodes of building relations. I mean, there's three, and if you include Sugar, there's four characters, really, mm-hmm. in the bond that they form with a lot of adversity, a lot of trouble, a lot of you know things that normal human beings don't ever even have to worry about. But through it all, through thick and thin, 
even though they may have been apart, they were there for each other. And it's just the, the bond and camaraderie they built with one another. So if you have HBO Max, Banshee is a must-watch. Four seasons, 38 episodes, must-watch, ranks in my top five all time. I, you got me sold. I'm so, gonna, yeah, as soon gotta, as I can, I'm going to look it out, at it. So. Um, but yeah, other than that, not a whole lot that I was watching. All right. Nope. And, uh, Sounds like your corrections it, corner, Mike. Yep. Two from last week. Now, which, by the way, it shows you the different temperaments of you and I. Yeah. Because you had the same problem that I had when I uh, was trying to do my music from a couple episodes ago, and I threw a temper tantrum, and you were casually just kind of like, okay, well, why is the music playing? Why is the music playing? And just let let it roll off your back, like water off a duck's back. Me, I'm a little more high strung, like, motherfucker, why isn't this working on it? So, um, but yeah, so good recovery. I, I got to take I got to take that from you. Take it in, Mike. A Zen moment. Oh, yeah, two cracks in the corner. When I gave you, when I read the words to that Doors song, Riders on the Storm, last week, I said, my wife hates this band. Um, <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, she loves the, she loves the Doors. Okay. She, she hates Rush, but loves the Doors. And, you know, we've been together for, you know, 33 years. And how, how I fucked that up, I have no idea. But it must have been the alcohol talking. Sure. Uh, in the second corrections corner... Is not really anything that we even said. It's what we didn't say. Uh, we talk about sports in this podcast. Last episode, we talked about. And sure. yet, we did not mention Thursday that Major League Baseball started. What? Opening day was last Thursday. In la- and then what? episode 120, we didn't mention that. Probably because my Cleveland trip is Good Friday, a week, you know, this coming up Friday. And because it's the Guardians' home opener, I was just thinking, okay, baseball starts that weekend. And it slipped my mind until like Tuesday when somebody said, I not somebody said, I heard it on the radio or TV, like opening night, you know, Cubs Brewers on ESPN. I'm like, baseball starts this week? I thought it was next week. And then I Google it. No, sure enough, games were on Thursday. Sure. So. Yeah, so I mean, as a sports podcast, that's kind of a uh, f- <laughs> oops. Yeah, major faux pas. Not even announcing, you know, to the non-baseball fans, they could give two shits less. But anyway, so, um, but yeah, so I just wanted to let the listeners know that I was aware after the fact that the baseball season did in fact start, and I'm sure one of us or both of us or something will have something to say about that in segment two, which is. Typically reserved for our sports talk. And I look, there we go. My fingers must be very, uh, something sensitive on the phone screens today. Uh, we'll get our uh, editor that we pay good money with, he'll, he'll edit all those glitches out. So, um, or not. All right. Another softball for you, Dave. You're familiar with poisons, <laughs> every rose has a thorn, right? Yeah. All right. What are the cow, what are, what does the cowboy do? Um, what does the cowboy do? Uh, I'm familiar with the song. I know the melody, 
We both lie silently still in the dead of the night. Uh, um, sound like this. I gotta, I gotta stop telling you they're softballs. Because, <laughs> I know because every time my, you my, do, my softballs turn out to be little BBs on the outside <laughs> corner of the plate. Cue uh, the baseball reference. Uh, cowboy. God, I'll be honest with you, I didn't. Every yes, it does. I can even get the I can get the riff. I can get. I do not freaking remember a cowboy. Shit. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Just like every cowboy. Sings a sad, sad song. God damn it, Dave. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, am I gonna to bring the confidence level up? Am I gonna have to give you what did Mary have? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that's not really a sign. That song, that's more of a limerick. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is Mary had a lim- is Mary had a little lamb a lim- Is it a limerick? I don't know. That's what is a limerick? God. I thought it sounded right, but now I'm questioning. I don't know if I can go on with this pod, Mike. You're, I know my confidence is just getting beat down like a redheaded stepchild right now. And again, we'll talk about it in segment two, but he fucking double bogeyed 18? Oh, he, I think he four putted. Okay, because, yeah, he was 1,200 going in. He won at 10 under. Yeah, with five-stroke yeah. lead, there's no pressure. Um, <laughs> but, all right. So, I think it's time to rate... Wizard burial, burial Ground, and by your accounts, for the second time, and to my recollection, it'll be the first time. Right. Um, you going first? Or yes. Not? Okay. So let me take one more poll. And I'll be interested to see what I'm. I mean, I know what I'm. I know what I'm rating it right now. Right, you're I'll right. be interested to see what I rated back in episode. Whatever that was. Now the only 50 thing, something. That I'll be really interested if we go back and check that. Because did we rate him on Mike's show? I think we did. Did we? Because I don't, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'll have to see. I'll look. I am going to give it a 3.85 for its smoothness. Yep. At a 10.8. But can't go any higher than that because I would have wanted a little more vanilla slash caramel whereas like I said as a non whiskey drinker 60 episodes ago this would have been over the top and I would be like this I don't like this right develop the taste it's it's mild but it is bourbon heavy for this taster okay but very pleasant 3.85 so those people that have been listening since almost the very beginning, you know, I'm getting very little bourbon and I'm getting quite a bit of caramel and vanilla. So, but again, I'm the sweet tooth of the of the group, so that's the kind of stuff that I kind of I have to go 4.1 on this. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, and All right, we're right in line 12,400 check-ins and on tapped Agreed almost to a T with you, Dave. 4.12. Oh, wow. And I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't in the next 
area code as, yeah. as Duke. Duke likes yeah, it. Duke attest. Duke, I think Duke said, telling me I undersold it. He, he's telling me <laughs> I undersold this beer. So anyway, 3.85, and 4.12. All right, Dave. Well, for our second tasting, it's courtesy of Jeff Laporte on his snow, what did I say it was, snow geese, snow pigeons? Yes, snow, <laughs> snow geese. His snow geese uh, <laughs> trip out west. you know, in South Dakota, North Dakota, somewhere yep, in there? Okay. And the first tasting we had last week was a Minnesota brewery. This is a South Dakota brewery, uh, 126 Main Avenue South, Brookings, South Dakota. It is eponymous brewing company and what we have is 11 a.m mass a belgian double 7.4 percent zero ibus and it's out of a crawler is a uh, 32 ounce vehicle so <laughs> we're gonna go into i used to be impressed by the oil can yeah the, uh, and, yeah and we're gonna go is... we're gonna take this crawler and put it into two 16 ounce glasses a little spray on the crack that's right. But no overflow, just a spray <laughs> That's what on she the crack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So she likes a little spray on the crack. <laughs> Stop. Okay. I took it. Yeah, you took it there. Why am I pouring your beer, goddammit? I don't anymore? know. Why are you? In this stainless steel, I can't even see how I poured. <clears throat> so we've got the Maple Grill glasses and the Maple Grill pint glass koozies. What the heck yeah, is going what, on there? Somebody hit. Oh, you know what? I think the beer. The beard landed on the uh, the rocket ship on my phone. <laughs> That's yeah, what she it, said. It, That's it, what he said. It, it works then, but it won't work when I press it. You son of a, I fucking hate this phone. <laughs> As the listeners have heard. So. Your finger doesn't work, but a drop of beer does. We get it. Um, beer always works, though, doesn't it, it? Yes, it does. And it's all over my notes and everything. So anyway, without further ado, we're going to bring you 11 a.m. Mass. This is going to be a real... Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> Ooh. Almost had like a Canadian smell to it. Maybe Canadians smell like Belgians. No. Hmm. That's weird. That's uh, on the first pull. That's the best. That, that's the best I can come up for you. This is a weird. <laughs> this is a weird tasting beer. Not good. Not bad. Right now, yeah, it's I'm not saying, right, I'm not right, get, right now it's weird. I'm not getting anything like bad that I dislike. I'm just not getting anything that's blowing my socks off. <sighs> All right. Well. Anywho. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll see. We'll see how it goes as the crawler just dis- disappears. But anyway, Mike, I think in the first segment you asked me something about the track team. T- track team's going well. Uh, the weather, obviously, you know, if you live here in Michigan, for all our international listeners, you know, you'll just have to take our word for it. The weather's been kind of yep. shitty. Uh, cold, rainy. Uh, this weekend, uh, they canceled the meet on Saturday, moved it to Sunday, which was a good move for them, but just had too many people not able to change their work schedules, uh, you know, travel schedules, um, this, that, and the other thing. So, yeah, they moved the track meet to Sunday, to today. So you couldn't compete or nobody competed? No, somebody did. There were 22 teams originally. Eight of them said that they would come on Sunday and compete. All right. But Swan Valley wasn't one of them. Correct. 
And what are, well, first of all, was it you that you had other plans today? I can't make it because I'm I'm doing this Saturday. Well, night. I mean, I could have moved some things around, but I mean, I it or there did, were there were, were others. Because I'm always something you know, like when you sign up for, let's say, travel baseball. Sure. And you you got a fucking badass fucking team. Yeah. You know, that just rakes, just hits fucking darts. All over the field. I don't even think hitting darts is even a baseball reference, but we're gonna go with it. Sure, <laughs> hey, sure. play along, Dave. Sure. We're gonna go with it. Oh, and you got pitchers that are just throwing like fucking BBs on the outside corner of the plate, right? And the tournaments in Tupelo, Mississippi, and you make the trip to Tupelo, Mississippi, and it rains. Yeah, you don't pack your shit up and go home. It's like, all right, well, let's re- restructure the. How we're doing this, and you know, we may not have to, we may not get the full tournament in, but tomorrow's supposed to be a nice day. So maybe instead of starting at nine o'clock, we'll start at seven o'clock, and this team will play on this time. So the, the kids on the track team just thought, oh, Coach, I just can't do it. No, that's not at all well, what but, happened. But okay, but you said you guys couldn't make other people had other things going on. Why couldn't you make it today on Sunday? Is what I, I'm not. Is, I'm not dogging anybody. I'm just asking the question. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that, like, for example, like kids that saw the original schedule had their work shifts moved so they could work Sunday. They'd have to find people to cover their shift in order to make it on Sunday. There were other kids that just flat out said, "I've got commitments that, quite frankly, are more important than track, so I'm right. I'm not gonna make it." Um, you know. And obviously some kids could. Could I have put a team together? Sure. I probably could have. All you right. know, but but given the fact that with the weather report, you know, it was gonna be uh forty-eight and partly sunny, it turned out a lot nicer than oh, yeah. forty-eight and partly sunny. Do you know what I mean? Right. So in the sense that when when a lot of them looked at the the weather, they were like, Well shoot, I mean how much better is it going to be? You know, what if it's, you know, it's Michigan. What if it's not 48 and partly right. sunny? What if it's raining in 42? So, oh, anyway, exactly. and again, I wasn't judging. Yeah, I, I was understand. Just asking I understand. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it got to the point. And I, and, you know, the, the, the people, the people in the building that were watching me for about three hours saw my demeanor and like I pretty much couldn't focus on anything else. But the thing that kind of tipped the scale, because I was, I was thinking about trying to do a lot of things, but then you're familiar with Tom Canale, right? Yes. How competitive is Tom Canale? Very. 70, 70, however many years old, right? Still coaching softball. Still, I, I, actually, in their first game here, uh, beat the crap out of uh, Flint Powers, I think. Uh, He's still, I, thought he, I thought he retired. He retired from teaching. He's still coaching. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So he had a tournament on Saturday, right? Yeah. So he heard what was going on and kind of the dilemma I was in. And, you know, I said, well, I said, well, you know, you've got a tournament on Saturday. What are you doing? He says, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure, to, you know, with the Saturday weather being, you know, in the, in the lit, mid to low 30s, possibly some snow, possibly some rain, you know, there's a chance I'm going to cancel, but I'm not moving my tournament to Sunday. So at that point, I was like, Psh, all right. And I'm not I'm not blaming I'm not blaming him per se, but I'm just saying like I just that was the Did they play or no no or no. no? The softball tournament? Yeah. No. They didn't, eh? Nope. No, I they don't did understand. not understand. 
So why wouldn't he move it to Sunday? Just because everybody... Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, Tom's a... I don't know if this had anything to do with it. I have no idea. We didn't go over the specifics of why he wouldn't move it to Sunday. Some of it would... A lot of it would be logistics as far as, like, getting umpires, getting... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, getting, yeah. getting officials, getting volunteers. Um, you know, kudos to George, um, GK. He's He's been on the pod. Um, you know, he got his volunteers. He got the score. He got everybody to you know, to commit to going to a Sunday. So, you know, kudos to them. And I hope they had a great day. I know they had a great day for weather, but oh. uh, it just didn't work out. Fucking Verdugo's got to catch that. God damn it. Anyway, um, but so the their eight teams went and the tournament did go off without a hitch. Swan that, Valley just wasn't part of it. Correct. Swan Valley are the other uh, 28, 14 teams. All right. Yeah. And again, I wasn't judging. I was just... Curious to how the and it. I, I'm, did you call? Did you call everybody and tell them, "Hey, we're not going," or did you have a team vote and said, "Hey, look, if we ain't going Saturday, my, we ain't going Sunday." My my upperclassmen. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. got them together okay. and do you know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, and they were like, "Ah, fuck it, let's fix." I got I I'm, I we we got a rager to go to, and there's well, I mean, not all of them. to smoke. No shit. <laughs> no. Yeah, they wouldn't I mean, tell were, you that. There were a couple. No, obviously there were a couple that were like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever day." And then there were some like, "Like shit, you know, I got work. I got to find somebody to cover my shift." And then there were some that were like, "Well, we made because of Saturday, we made travel plans to go out of town for Sunday, and now we got to see if we can switch the Sunday plans." And you know. all right, now again, me being just being dickhead, Mike, as the listeners are accustomed to, sure, as you are accustomed to. Um, there's no Sunday plans to go out of town when you're back at school on Monday. So, what do you mean? Like out well, of Saginaw? You're going out of fucking town like on out a Sunday. Of, like out of yeah. Saginaw? Yeah, where are, you, where are you going Sunday that you can't go to a, a meet? Uh, it, because when Nick worked at McDonald's, yeah. he he actually took up the job and said, hey, I, I'm on the football team and football's first. And, and, what does and this Nick, have to do with going and seeing family? What it has to do with it, he told him that football is first. So these track kids should have said, hey, track's first. Family's second. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Family. Fuck family. <laughs> family. <laughs> right. this is track. That's what you, told, you said that you people had to schedule, reschedule work. Yeah, and, Nick, okay. and Nick told them, hey, you know, I'm I, I you, play football. And Nick, and Nick is not going to make the NFL. Hell, he didn't even play college football, but he was on the Swan Valley varsity football team, weightlifting, lift-a-thons, this-a-thon, that-a-thon, so, can drives, this drive. So, and he said, if I've got football things going yeah. on, football's first. Yeah. Okay, great. That's that's cool. So, so, track so Grandma, so, so, gr- so grandma Peters and Grandma and grandma Shrems, fuck you. You're not first. Well, Grandma Herzog is, yeah. Herzog, my bad, my fault, my fault. She's right up on top of that nose because Grandma (laughs) Herzog's son is going to tell her, hey, Nick's got football. Sorry about your luck, Mom. (laughs) And she would have dealt with it and made other arrangements to see Nick and take him to Red Lobster or Chi-Chi's and uh, get together with Nick. So, yeah, exactly. So let me ask a question. Yes, go ahead. Let's say football, the weather, there's a tornado, and they can't play Friday, so they schedule to Saturday. Right. Let's say Saturday, the field and the bleachers were uplifted and taken out by the tornado. 
So they got to make arrangements and they move a football game to Sunday. Do you think they would play a high school football game on Sunday, yes. or do you think they would? Yes. Do you, has absolutely there, has there ever been? Well, there's never been a scenario that far fetched. Okay. But high, football stirs this the whole drink. Conversation is far fetched. Football stirs the drink out of every athletic, athletic, academic institution. Football is the str- straw that stirs the drink, and yes. Swan Valley would be playing on Sunday in the middle of a cow pasture between River and Gaddis somewhere <laughs> to get the game in right. if the tornado ruined Swan Valley football field. Yes, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that, and as well it should. Football okay. is king. All right. Everybody knows football is king, Dave. So. <laughs> um, I got gotcha. you. Anyway, so yeah, so... So when is your next meet then? Thursday. Where? St. Louis. St. Louis. All right. All you listeners out in St. Louis area, come watch Swan Valley. Isn't it just a, a, a the local Tri Valley meter? Is it a like a big district? I, I I actually did not look at what teams are coming at this point, but I'm assuming it's from the greater St. Louis area, probably a 50 mile radius. Oh, okay. So St. Louis being the middle of the mitten, it could be for, they could be from anywhere. All right. Yeah. What about the kid that throws a shot put? Is he a senior this year? Uh, where's that fucker from that when Nick was a senior? Oh, Zane? Yeah. Is he, uh, he's a senior he might, year, right? Yeah, I think or is he's he is a junior. He's a junior. He should still be in high school, though. No, for sure. No, no, no. He's, I believe, is a senior. Okay. You know he won. Ovid Elsie, right? No, no, no. Uh, Carson City Crystal. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let me, let me know if they're in a meet with you guys, and I'll, I'll come see well, them. Well, no, we're going to Breckenridge, and then he'll be there, I'm, I'm sure. Okay. Same meet last year. And then uh, there'll be one more, probably Claire. I know you oh, saw him yep. at Claire. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be at that one. I'll let you know. Uh, oh, oh. Fucker. And hey. All right. Son of a bitch. Here we go, Dave. Okay, I'm going to start calling you Dickhead Mike. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> All right, so do you want first verse, second verse? Um, third verse. No, well, first, second verse. Second verse. Okay. I recall hanging out on Friday night. The first slow dance, hoping that I get it right. Um... This is the one I did not think you were going to get, but it yeah. all ties together very neatly into our next segment. So this is why I chose this. Uh, you know what? Because so I'm going to go based on John Fogarty's. Um, okay, no. So I'm going to stop you there, and I'm okay. going to go, give that was the second verse. All right. I'm going to give you the first verse. All right. I was listening to the radio. I heard a song, reminded me of long ago. Hmm. It's not center field, is it? No. no. I was going in that direction, but you said no. Um, and then, as the, you, as you think, to the radio. As you think, I'm, as you think, I'm going to give the listeners an update here. Red Sox scored two in the top of the first. Yankees have the bases loaded, two outs, and Glaber Torres is up with a two-ball, no-strike count. Hauk just throws in an 85-mile-an-hour Uncle Charlie for a two-ball, one-strike count. And all, the only bet I have on this, listeners, is I have Aaron Judge to hit a home run. Anyway. Uh, um, oh, no. 
Because there's something about listening to the radio. It's another it's another poison song. No. Or Motley Crue. No. No. And again, I didn't think you were gonna get this one, but it ties so nicely together how I'm gonna segue this son of a bit. Maybe yeah. if I um Give you the melody, and again, listeners, I apologize for my lack of singing ability. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the second verse. I recall hanging out on Friday night, the first slow dance, hoping that I'd get it right. Back then, I thought I'd never ever stand alone. All right. Well, anyway, it's clear you're not going to get it. Listeners? No, I'm not. Think about it. Do you got it, listeners? And a four, and a three, and a two, and a one. Eddie Money. I want to go back. Oh, gotcha. And how this ties so yeah. neatly into everything is on this pod, we have talked, would you rather go ahead in time or back in time? And I am unequivocally, I say you go back. Okay. And that song just verifies it. How And I think everybody wants that. And even though the people you talk about, they like, oh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. And it's like, you know what? Either you're a fucking liar or your past was shitty. Because nobody wants to go into the future because nobody gives a fuck about the future because that's what the future is. You, you just live each day, day by day, and you get into the future day by day. Going back is like you remember, oh, you remember that time? I mean, I can think of all the times Liz and I took the boys on, you know, baseball trips and, you know, we're in line at uh, uh, the, 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 the amusement park in Texas. Oh, fuck, I'll think of it in a second. But don't, and Justin and I are hiding the one roller coaster because Nick loved roller coasters, but he didn't like them going upside down. And the one, true ones, yeah. yeah. Um, the one in Texas, yeah, we want it was the Batman or whatever it was. We wanted to go on it, and Justin and I are trying to keep Nick, you know, we're trying to keep in front of him so he can't see it. And then somehow, like we're halfway through a one-hour wait for the line, Nick see looks up, it's a fucking loop-de-loop, and, he, <laughs> and then, you know he got furious and he was like. And, but you know, we were so far along, we wouldn't let him back out. He he got on it, and we took it. So going back is king. It you know that's what everybody wants to do. I don't give a fuck what you say. If you don't say you want to go back, you're a liar. How this ties in is the Masters. What's Cat's name that won it? Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, and he's the number one player in the world, right? Yeah. And then never in the last had, six months, I've never even heard of the fucking That's guy. That's why. I never even heard of the fucking guy. Just happened. And um, all right. So, <laughs> just, just but happened. here's the key, and I know we've talked about this on the pod before. Tiger Woods announces he's playing at the Masters. Boing! Everybody just thumping meat on the table. Oh fuck! Tiger's back, baby. They're just clutching onto their their man rockets and saying, "Let's go, Tiger!" And all right, hey, day one, he shot a what a seventy. Uh, he was one or what? something. Not too he bad. He was one over or one under or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I could. 
check. Day quick, two, I, yeah. I think he was one under on day one, two over on day two. Yeah. And then day three, he shot a 78, which was six over. Right. And yet, he is 10 strokes, 12 strokes off the lead. And yeah. he is the number one story on ESPN. Yeah, I know. I know. And that was, you know, that was borderline. You're kind of talking about one of my fuck yous for this week. And I'm, I'm, I'm a pseudo-Tiger fan. But I got sick of hearing about how miraculous, how amazing, how... Blah, blah, it just got every time they showed him... Because he wasn't doing anything super fantastic. Right. They had to just talk about what a miracle it was that he was on the golf course. Well, and that, but that's what I'm saying about... I mean, I'm looking at your knee right now, the scar on your knee. I could put you on a golf course and start talking about how uh, what a miracle it is. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be shooting a 78. No, I'm just <laughs> saying the but... fact that you're on a golf right. course would be a miracle that Mike Peters is on a golf course. And that, But that's how I tie it into the Eddie Money's I, I want to go back is because everybody wants to go back. when Because even if... I'm not saying Tiger will never win another tournament. He probably will. I mean, he's not 100. I mean, right. what is he, 40? No, if uh, he's uh, 47, 48, 47, And 48. Nicholson won one at 52 or whatever it was. Yeah, right. So I'm not saying he'll never win one, but everybody wants to go back to that day, or not that day, that era when Tiger, when, like, when he wore red on Sunday, guys literally shit their pants. It's like, oh fuck, he's got red. I fucking have no shot. I fucking playing with Tiger Woods, and he right. literally got right. into their hat. Right. And now it's just like, okay, and and, and this isn't a bash on Tiger Woods. This is an athlete, other than Tom Brady, of course. I mean, this is an athlete's right life cycle. It's like, okay, you know, to go back to that song, I hey, I've been to the mountaintop. Yeah, you know, I mean, he, and the only right. one that ever stays on the mountaintop is Tom Brady. Everybody else has come down off that mountaintop, right? And but yet everybody wants to go back to when because even the Tiger haters, I think, like when Tiger is good because you'll watch to fucking hope and pray he fails. Well, yeah, just the like whole Notre, Notre Dame thing. Yeah, no, yeah right. Notre Dame and Dallas, but in but everybody's like, oh, okay, man, ah, oh, you know, you know. And but it's just mind-boggling <laughs> when you watch. You, you go on ESPN.com because everything's at the ready, at your phone ready. You type it in. Tiger six over, but what we learned from his day at Tiger, he's not done yet. It's like, what about the fucking guy that's winning the tournament, <laughs> not the guy that's in thirty-third place and shot a six over? Who right. gives a fuck about that guy? Right. But everybody just wants to recapture, oh, can he catch Jack? Can he come back to the golfer? You, yeah. I mean, Tiger Woods is, today, Tiger Woods is a gazillion times better golfer than I would ever hope to be. Well, no shit. I mean, hey, news alert, I'm not a good golfer. But ding, 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 whatever. But it's like everybody just wants, it's like, oh, yeah. and again, like right. let's say three weeks from now he wins the uh, – Pebble Beach Shell Open Memorial 
classic. Sure. And everybody's going to be yeah. fired up. I'm not saying he can't win another tournament, right. but he's never, ever going to be the Tiger Woods from, that just dominated yeah. from start to finish and put fear in all the right. other golfers. Right. And going back to the Eddie Money, I want to go back. Yeah. That's what every everybody wants to go back to that, like, oh, fucking Tiger's the fucking man. I think by the third day... Um, and I know I, you probably didn't watch the inaugural, the the um, Gary Player and, and Jack Nicholas and uh, Tom or yeah Tom Watson. It was his first time being the um, the first to tee off on the Masters. I don't know if you know that tradition no. or not. They they bring former uh, people back, you know, that have played in the Masters to kind of like ceremoniously you know hit the first shots. And uh, and start the Masters. So, um, I mean, Jesus, Gary Player, is he 82, 84? I don't know what, but he's got a better swing than I do. And then <laughs> as soon as he hit it, he did this, like, Jackie Chan karate kick thing. And I'm <laughs> like, what the hell is this guy eating or drinking or whatever he's ingesting? So now he tees off. Because Gary just, Player wasn't in this year's match. No, 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 no. It is like first tee, they all hit a tee shot. Yay, the Masters, let's go, let's kick it off. Okay, so they just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, it's old ceremon- winner. It's ceremonial. Okay, gotcha. I got it's you. Got ceremonial. You. No, I did not see that. Okay, it's, it's a tradition. They always do it. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, Arnold Palmer obviously is deceased, but he did it up until he what passed away. That? Huh? When did Arnold Palmer die? It's <laughs> just I, last year or the year before. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's not with us anymore. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, lemonade nice tea. Go, baby. <laughs> but uh, but anyway. Um, but not, uh, not, well, but, but oh. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I saw a tiger swing on the third day, and he was like, he's like, those tee shots, he can't get after it like he used to. Nor Case should, in point. Exactly. Case in Nor point. should he be able to. But no. everybody wants to recapture that. Well, if that, he wouldn't have been driving 189 miles an hour or whatever the hell he was doing in his car, and you know, and just, well, he wasn't any good before that accident either. Well, his back. Yeah, he had he had a back surgery just prior to that accident. Right. Well, yeah. let's not use that accident as the excuse. I mean, he is the normal athlete's. I mean, he lived. He had one hell of a rise up. Would you say the accident? The only one. The only one invulnerable to that is TV twelve. <laughs> TV twelve is like subhuman. I mean, so do you? Do you? Would you say the accident sped up that process just a little bit? The, the, well, okay, so yeah, it sped it up a little bit, okay. but he wasn't the golfer he was even before the uh, even before the accident. I would agree. He, may, he you know, he was he on may, his downward spiral. Right, I agree. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, so we so we agree on both yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that. But again, to go going back to, and I'll bore the listeners who don't like wrestling, but again. Like a well-oiled machine. But he's going to do it anyway. I knew you weren't going. No, I'm going to do that anyway. Yes, that I'm going to do anyway. But the reason I chose, I knew you weren't going to get any monies. I want to go back. Right. But you needed but it to had, have that. It, I had to have that segue. Yep. And here's another segue why people want to go back. And I'm going to bore the listeners with a little WrestleMania talk. And you don't even have to like rap. Don't fuck. Hey, do not fucking turn us off right now. It's not about wrestling directly. It's about wanting to go back. So, on uh, as Jim Cornette will call it, the cock, 
the Peacock Network. Oh. They, they have WWE <laughs> shit on there. All right. And I watch WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday. And quick snippet of that. Saturday, if you're a wrestling fan, is absolutely phenomenal. Sunday, they got a little too hokey and nowhere near as good as uh, Saturday. But anyway, good nonetheless. But here's my how it ties into the Eddie Money so- song. Like even on day two, Triple H, Hunter Hearst Elm- Helmsley, and uh, the big dog from Spilling the Nachos, Probably knows more about it than I do. So if I'm wrong, Nate, correct me. And they just released episode 44. And oddly enough, I'm actually ahead of the curve because I actually started listening to it today because Ruby and I went for a walk and I actually listened to Spill of the Nachos episode 44 before <laughs> it was even alerted to my phone. But anyway. I'm so, laughing on the yeah. tangents. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I've got a lot on my mind. I want to get them all in so I don't fucking forget. Um, so anyway, Triple H, day two, 78,000 people at Jerry's World in Dallas, comes out to this, he milks it, minimum seven minutes, minimum seven minutes, the fucking guy said a dozen words, 20 words, yeah, and 78,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs based on what he has done over the last 25 years. Right. Say what you want about wrestling, fake, scripted, whatever. These cats are athletes, put their body on the line. Yeah, they know who's going to win. Yeah. But they're, you know, if you and I tried to do what WWE oh, if, guys do, we, one of us oh, would have a broken neck. Well, I, you saw, you watched the documentaries, and yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and like I say, Triple H said 20 words, but for seven to 10 minutes, right. they blew the roof off that place. And just m- right. remembering what Triple H, D- yeah, right. you know, DX, and all that shit meant to them. So, anyway, so long story short, I want to go back, ties into <laughs> the Tiger Woods. Good golfer, not anymore, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. Well, I will say Woo! this. Back when, right, <laughs> where's the Tylenol? Back when you, we were originally post this question as a random question on this podcast, I said, I think I'd like to go into the future because I want to know what it's going to be like. I think I want to retract that because there was an article out of the New York Times. Meet uh, Dolly... D-A-L-L-E, the AI that draws anything you can command. Okay? So, looking at these these pictures right here. Yep. Those don't exist in real life. A computer drew those. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit is going to get real. And I hate, I'm not trying to bring the pod down or anything like that, but this is one of the reasons why maybe I don't want to go into the future because it's going to be fucking scary. I mean, don't those look real? Those are teapots, aren't they? They're not. They don't exist. A computer drew them. They don't exist in the real world. Huh. But they sure as hell look like it, don't they? Yeah. So why can't they draw, like, people and things and events and, you know, shit that, you know, that looks absolutely real... Like it happened, 
we've been so accustomed to like, well, prove it. And you show a video or a picture and somebody goes, oh, well, I guess it happened. Oh my God. But you know, it's that kind of stuff. And you get uh, Boston Dynamics. They make, they're making these robots that do all kinds of crazy shit. And you don't believe it. You watch the videos on, and you know, I don't know, maybe a computer did the video too. But you watch the videos and you're like, there's, n I, I don't believe it. I don't believe that all these robots can be dancing and parkouring and, you know what parkouring is, right? No. Okay, that's like jumping from building to building and, you know, doing all the crazy, like you run, kind of like in the movies, you know, right. like when people are getting away from the, the good guys chasing the bad guy and jumping over buildings and... Yeah, that's kind so of... So Banshee is four seasons of parkouring. Is it? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah they're oh, all right. getting away from everybody. <laughs> okay. So. so anyway, but I'm just saying, like, maybe based on what you're saying and based on, you know, this stuff I've been watching, you know, that was kind of a nice segue because I was trying to think of a way I could bring that up without being too nerdy. That's what I'm here for, Dave. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I just bring everything full, I I just bring everything full circle here. <laughs> Thanks, dickhead Mike. Well, anyway, well, without further ado. <laughs> Let's rate this. Yeah. All right, my turn. Yes, sir. Um, I enjoy I've it. already got my rating down, by the way. All right, I do not. I'm going to put it down right now. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go 2.95 hmm. because it's better than average. Average in our rating system is... Zero to five, so 2.5 would be average. 2.95, better than average. I enjoy it. Uh, but again, there's nothing that's blowing my socks off. Maybe not having the wizard burial ground before it. I could be, you know, I, that could be affecting my rating a little bit just because I enjoyed that so much. And it's got a lot going on. But 2.95, what say you? I'm going... Quite a bit higher than you. Okay. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, if I were any more of a, uh, what what are the people that rate beers called? Savants? <laughs> what are they? Uh, Cicerone. Cicerone, thank you. Yeah. If I were a Cicerone, I would have somewhat of a clue as to what I'm doing here. Belgian Double, is that's... Along the lines of an IPA, right? Or is a Belgian double totally different? I don't know. Uh, Shame on me for not knowing, but yeah, hey, I'm a podcast beer guy that just likes what he likes. Fuck everybody else. Well, that you said that from the start. Right, so exactly. No, yeah. yeah. So um, I went 3.61. I, I mean, I very, very fucking pleasant tasting. And I think, I wish we served this at 11 a.m. mass, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> You don't want the McShevitz or whatever it is. The <laughs> no, no. Well, we, but I'll, at this point, St. Thomas will take anything because we don't get the we don't get the blood of Christ. No, not, no, no, no blood for you. <laughs> all right, so three point six one. Got it. And um, well, yeah. Well, all right, what's, well, the, what's our untap folks? Oh yeah, we're all over the board here. But then again, eleven a.m. mass from Eponymous. Brewing Company only has 19 check-ins. 19, ladies and gentlemen, 19. One niner. 4.00. What? From those 19. Those 19 liked it. So 
Okay, well, those 19 are the ones, the regulars, or, or maybe the employees yeah, or something I mean, like that. Yeah, it might, yeah, the boss might have <laughs> hey, said, I'm going to get out there and drink it and rate it. God damn it. <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, as you and the listeners know, my least favorite part of the pod, third segment, because it means it's almost over. But anyway, show must go on. We must keep fucking going. And what we have here is intros in the sand. Uh, collaboration between Resident Culture and Timber Ales, a 7.5 IPA with zero IBUs. You mean ABV? Yeah, 7.5 ABV, <laughs> zero IBUs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I do. Good catch, good catch. So yeah. anyway, without further ado, hey, let's go intros and Intros in the sand. And on the label is printed. It's got uh, like a sand volleyball court. So, I don't know. Kind of a cool can. And let's hope it just tastes as good as it can. Now, I took my Maple Grill uh, pint glass koozie off of the Maple Grill uh, stainless steel can. Or stainless steel can. Stainless steel uh, glass. It's not a glass. What do you call that? Stainless steel pint cup. Cup. And uh, I put it on my tandem cider, and you know what that reminds me of? Ben Coughlin from uh, Baines. Yes. Yeah, so he did an internship at uh, Tandem Cider. I got this Tandem Cider pint glass, uh, I don't know, probably five or six years ago. Uh, we were just up there at my brother-in-law's place, and he said, hey, there's this Tandem Cider place around the corner. So we went. It was, it was really good. And what, what also is great about the Maple Grill pint glass sleeves. Yeah. It kind of hides to a degree what a terrible pour we both had. <laughs> this the, is, this is true. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. I was right. So this had, on the can it says, the India Pale Ale dry hopped with Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops. So I'm like, it's got to be. I'm not a Cicerone yet, but when I see that combination... That's a New England IPA. I'm, oh, for I'm, sure. And so this is very grapefruity. Yes? No? Yes. And, but not... Um, not excessive. Yeah. Drinkable grapefruity. Because there are some... Because, like, uh, Liz and I were at our Sunday favorite Pierce Road Bar and Grill. And they didn't have my traditional favorites on tap. This afternoon. Your Masagave. Yeah, that hasn't been there for two weeks, but the uh, Sumo Sumatra from Austin Brothers is a nice little finishing dessert. Speaking of which. Yep, Austin Brothers shirt, well well played. I got and my Austin Brothers shirt from when we visited up there and had an interview with uh, Blake Austin. But it's like, okay, and I've lost... Oh, I had Old Na Old Nation Forty Three. Okay. Tall draft, second beer of the night, after the appetizer, before the meal, and it was like drinkable. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was like, wow, this is fucking a lot of grapefruit in this fucking beer. No, of course, Dave. I finished it. I'm no quitter. <laughs> I'm gonna power through that motherfucker. So. But, of course. and this is where 
I mean, I don't. There's not a, really the grapefruit notes in intros in the sand, but it's that fruity, like you said, that New, New England, England IPA. Yep. Hey, I'm gonna fucking hit you right in the teeth. It's just like okay, over, a little over the top, but anyway, I'm yeah. gonna power. Hey, again, I'm no quitter. We'll finish this pint. <laughs> All right, uh, right out of the gate here, I want to thank um, loyal listener. Craig Monahan, good catch, by the way. Excellent catch. The listeners didn't hear me drop my phone for the 2,737th time. So, Craig, um, he got us a little book here because we, you know, we've been talking about Cicerone, not being Cicerones, whatever. But it's a little book called Stuff Every Beer Snob Should Know by Ellen Goldstein. So, I, I've kind of thumbed through it a little bit and, you know, just. Anything we should know, I can kind of fact check myself when we're talking about ales versus lagers, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you, Craig. Appreciate the book. Thanks, that's, Craig. That's kind of a nice donation as well. Yeah, very nice. As long as you let me borrow it to read it. Yeah, oh, as yeah. I'm reading the uh, Ted Lasso version of the Bible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still don't get the Ted Lasso out of it because I still... Because you got to... Okay, I'm going to hey, no, give wait. you... I was thinking about that today because I was looking at my copy of the Ted Lasso. Oh, crap. The um, Come on, help me. Ted, the Bi- La- Ted Lasso Bible. The, the, what, what do you mean? What, I don't know what you're asking me. No, the title of the... The actual title of the oh, book. Oh, The Gospel According to Ted Lasso. The Gospel According to Ted Lasso, yes. So... No, I was looking at that today because I've got it just sitting right up there by my computer, and I was thinking, you know what? Damn it, I got it. I'm just gonna give Mike my password and stuff to my Apple TV so he can watch some Ted Lasso and he can make the connections. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, until you do that, but yeah. So I'm reading that. It's like, I hey, I just gotta go willy nilly on it. Did you know? go to church today? Yes. Five in a row. Oh, my God. Streak ends at five because, that, as everybody knows, next week is the Guardians' home opener. It's Easter, for crying out loud. I understand that. But <laughs> this is a, this is a beer and sports podcast. Sports take precedent over just about anything, Dave. So, at the Fishman 8 and I will be in Cleveland for the Friday home opener on Jackie Robinson Day against the San Francisco Giants. We're going to go see the Saturday afternoon game. and we're going to go, Now, if there's a church within right walking distance of the hotel, I will make it six in a row, and I will be at Easter Sunday Mass. I don't I have no vehicle because it's fish right, drives. Right. So It's called Uber or Lyft, Mike. Okay, well, I'm, well, I'm not <laughs> lifting anywhere in Cleveland. I don't feel safe. The, the Lord does not want me to feel unsafe. Okay. Speaking of which, rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. And yes. there's no joke there, but and I, I, I have to deep dive into the facts of it. I know he was hit by a truck while he was walking down a busy, again, I don't know if he was like 20 times over the legal intoxicant and he was playing Frogger with traffic. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean he deserved to die, but that changes things. But when I first saw that, say- I actually got sh- shivers up and down because it was two or three Sundays ago when we recorded on Monday. And I had I walked home from Beef O'Brady's. 
I had a pretty, I mean. Oh, yeah. And it was, I mean, I was, I thought I was like hugging the curb on the left side, but you, you know, if a driver's not paying attention, I'm no match for a car. Well, no, that's why Shelly and I don't walk on grass anymore because there's always people trying to zip in and out of the various stores and restaurants. Right. And yeah, I mean, just it's like you just need one idiot not paying attention. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, well, whatever. So, and you know, like, I just, I, I want to find out the details of it because it's. And by the it's way, listeners, Mike walked home. Mike walked home instead of drove. So, you know what I mean? You right. just got to, like, But hey. maybe Dwayne Haskins was using that same mindset and fucking got run over by a truck. Well, that sucks. So I just need to figure out what he was doing. Right. Or if it was totally an accident. I think he was on a little busier road than I was. But it did shin- send shivers and it's like, Christ, note to self, if you ride to pick you up from the bar's leg, just fucking keep drinking and wait, wait it out because you don't want to be fucking run over. Or get the Uber or Lyft app. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. My, so, my Uber or Lyft was Liz, and I didn't know if she had an uh, athletic association meeting and so I said well fuck it I'll teach everybody I'll walk home yeah you taught everybody didn't you I did didn't I I fucking I showed them who was who (laughs) All right, so um, yeah thanks Craig for the book really appreciate it and now and now not not to interrupt yes but you're gonna anyway yes but as I look at the Red Sox game it's 3-1 Red Sox top of the fourth man in the second two all and on the ticker, the scroll, <laughs> Tiger it says, Tiger shoots second straight, six over 78. That was the lead on the ticker. Now, are you fucking... The fucking Why is that guy a ticker? Won, yeah, exactly. It's like, the fucking guy won the master. Give him the ticker. <laughs> Not right. a second straight 68. I mean, yeah. the second, second straight 68 is almost embarrassing uh, from a professional golfer standpoint. But when you said something, I looked and it said Tiger commits to something. So I didn't. The s- open. Oh, the open. Okay. Well, he's going to keep trying well, to play. Well, well, thank the maker he's going to be in the open because he wasn't fucking shit at the Masters. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah, this is going to be a. I mean, I'm not. Like you, I'm not slamming Tiger. I'm just slamming the media. Like, come on, man. Just, like, get a halfway something or something. Like, hey, you know, we think it's great that Tiger, after his accident, hasn't quit. And then leave it alone and focus on the people that are actually, like, kicking ass and taking names. Anyway. All right. That's enough of that. So, so anyway, um... I've got something that happened this week, and I just want to, uh, I want to express that in a... Alright, I couldn't have said it better myself. So, those of you out there male or female, 
can relate to this probably, but so I was a little under the weather on would have been Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Not horrible, but just kind of like felt crappy. And Shelly and I were watching something. And she was probably watching her stuff and I was watching the stuff that I said earlier in the pod, whether it be Moon Knight or Halo. And anyway, I said, hey, do you want a smoothie? Do you want me to make you a smoothie? She goes, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, well, hey, do you want me to go make you the smoothie? Thinking, you know, hey, I'm a little, she knew I was a little under the weather and do you want me to make you a smoothie? I said, you know what? That'd be great. And then she kind of hesitated for a second. Really? <laughs> That's how she responded. She's like, uh, well, uh, okay, well, yeah, I could, I could probably make you the smoothie and well, I got, I'm like, don't worry about it. I know you're comfortable, you know, you're in bed you know, da, 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 and, you know, we had a really good laugh about it. And she says, you know what? <laughs> I'm busted. You know, I really don't want to make you a smoothie. I was just trying to be nice. You, you can use that as your fuck you this week. So guess what? I'm using it as my fuck you this week. So for all the times that somebody says something nice just to try to be nice, but really doesn't intend to do anything nice for you, fuck you. How about that? Fair enough. And I know this is the first time you're hearing that, so you didn't really have time to prepare for any instances or any time that, you know, that had happened to you. But, you know what I mean? It's just like, I I mean, we like we actually belly laughed about that because it was like I busted her. (laughs) You know, I could have said, oh, no, 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 I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll, you know, but I said, you know, I just said, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Go make me a smoothie. (laughs) No, I I get it. You know, there's. I've been there, done that, but for this week, you know, that's going to be our fuck you because I've had a perfect week, Dave. I mean... Mike Peters has had a perfect week for nothing happened that he... You didn't have any elderly people that cut you off or... Nope. Nope? Okay. Wow. I mean... That's fantastic. The Red Sox are 0-2, but last year they started 0-3 to the uh, Orioles. The Yankees are a way better team than the Orioles. So even if they lose tonight, they're winning two to one for those keeping score at home. Sure. So and you're not <laughs> I'm not I'm not despondent about it. It's like even if they lose tonight, it's like, hey, we were 0-3 last year, made the playoffs, and we're losing to a way better team. So you're not gonna throw your phone from oh, my garage no. to the road. No. No, that was because you dick teased me out of bat. <laughs> That was that was why the phone was thrown because you dictated right, me listen, out of that. Listen, you better you you better elaborate to the listeners about the dick tease part. That's I didn't dictate no, you. Well, anything. no, they'll have to fu- fucking go back and listen to a previous episode, but they'll know why I threw the phone. They'll say, "Oh yeah, yeah, Dave dick teased Mike, and that's why he threw his phone." And so fuck him. And they'll all be on my side. So. And I don't. It's been a while since you've been to this stage where where you've belched actually on the pod. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yes, that was a good one, by the way. So now all we're looking for tonight, yeah. before we wrap this up and rate intros in the sand and shut this whole production down for the week, is what I sure certainly hope the Red Sox win tonight. They're winning three to three one. To one. 
Bottom of the fourth, man out of second, nobody out. One strike, no balls, count to the hitter. All we're hoping for is a Red Sox win and Aaron Judge to fucking finally homer because I've lost a fucking small fortune <laughs> betting on him to homer in the first three games and this cocksucker has not homered yet. And, I mean, the guy's a 50-homer guy. I mean, at some point, the guy's going to homer, right? So all I can say to you guys is keep betting Aaron Rodgers to homer because you would think he's... Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers to homers is a fucking feat. Aaron Judge. Oh, fuck me. Come on, X-Man. Um, yeah, Aaron Judge to homer... You, I mean, you'd think at some point Aaron Judge will homer at some point in time. Do you know why the Red Sox keep winning? Oh, they're not really winning right now. But, yeah, why do they keep winning? Because winning? people can't stop looking at the damn pinstripes. What movie? What movie is that quote from? Um, You're probably not going to get it. It's okay. It's like the Eddie Money question. Uh does that make, um, no, I don't know. Because everybody in the movie says, Mickey Mantle? He says, no. They can't stop looking at the pinstripes. They can't stop looking at the damn pinstripes. No, that was uh, <clears throat> uh, Catch Me If You Can, Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Anyway, oh. good movie. But uh, the other, other thing I wanted to bring up during the pod is, Mike, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. But did you know my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records? I did not. You didn't know my penis was in the book of... Okay. No, I did not. I should have, but I yeah. didn't. Well, then the librarian got really mad and told me to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that joke this week. It was pretty funny. Uh, okay, random question. All right. Ready? ready? Yes. All right. So... <clears throat> Very relevant to our sports talk today, okay? Yes. If Tiger decided not to make, you know, not to not to play in the Masters this week, or if Tiger didn't make the cut, all right, would it be like a NASCAR race where you where none of the top drivers were in the top ten? Would it be like people like would tune out like, oh shit, you know, Tiger's not in the Masters. Damn. Okay, I'm gonna go out and rake leaves. What What do you say? Because because you, you're kind of a NASCAR guy, right? Right. And I started thinking like, well, you know, you're in a NASCAR fantasy league where you pick drivers. Would you be as interested in NASCAR if you didn't pick a driver or know who the drivers were? But let's say the top ten drivers were like first time guys or guys that hadn't ever been in the top 20 let's say and in this particular race the nascar drivers were like people you never heard of would you keep watching it if i wasn't involved in the pool no okay if i had stake in the game yes i'm watching it so do you think how many viewers if tigers if they weren't talking about tiger and tiger being in the masters or let's say he missed the cut which he barely made the cut but let's say he missed the cut. Do you think there would be a drop in ratings yes. based on the same? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, 
and like you said, based on me and the NASCAR, like, all right, let's say I'm watching race at Bristol. Um, 250-lap race. I'm watching it, you know, sitting down. I got my beer in my hand. You're basically watching guys yeah. drive their yeah. cars in a circle. Yep. Yeah. And I'm watching, and all of a sudden, hey, trouble in turn four. And that trouble in turn four is my guy smacks straight on and his car's a wreck. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going upstairs. He's like, all right, well. Done. Yeah, I'm done watching. Okay. See ya. All right. Yeah, so I think that is a huge thing. For those particular sports... And for the you know for the the, the financials of those particular sports, because it keeps people viewing right. uh, the betting. You know it all, it all kind of revolves around. So you know that that oh and then that, that goes back to what we talked about in segment two with the Tiger. Yeah, Tiger Woods in contention is good for everybody. I mean, CBS Sports. Tiger Woods within a shot or two of the Masters is like, yeah, and, and you know, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so when when he fails out, it's like then you gotta start searching for other things. You're not really there, but yeah. So if my if my your random question is if my guy is out of contention, Mike out. Mike well, out, I tap. The deeper question is, like, the, the names, you know, the big names. If they're not in contention, you know what I mean? Do a lot of viewers just turn out, or do they oh, try to... Yeah, are yeah. they actual fans of nope. the sport? Yeah. The, the, list, the viewers tune out unless they have a, you know, a yeah. quote-unquote dark horse. It's like, all right, sure. well... I didn't pick Tiger Woods. I picked this Scheffler guy. And, you know, so the Scheffler guy is going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, I fucking picked him. I'm I'm the man. I picked Scheffler to win the Masters. You know, so, but yeah, but Joe Commoner, who has no vested interest in anything, is going with the big names. Right. It's like, you know. I would say I would say as far as the Masters goes, as far as like those golf tournaments, especially uh, people that understand that golf course and what happens in the last mm, six holes. I mean, anything can happen, and there is a little bit of mm, I don't know. Do I want to call it pageantry or do I want to? You know what I mean? There's a there's a little bit of drama that can happen. In those last few holes, like for example, Rory McIlroy. I don't know if anybody knows that if Rory would have won the Masters this week, he would have completed the Grand Slam and been one of. There's only five golfers ever that have completed the the career Grand Slam, winning all. Oh shit! Now I'm gonna. I don't have any notes in front of me. I think it's five majors. So you've got uh, the PGA Championship. Uh, the Open, uh, which is the British, you know, British Open, the Masters, PGA Championship, British, uh, sh- fart knockers. Um, <laughs> uh, God dang it! What are the other majors? Come on, Mike. Let me out. 
the Open, the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, and one other. I, I mean, I think it's five majors. So I think there's only five players that have ever done it. And Rory McIlroy would have been the sixth if he would have won. And he came in second. And he like he birdied he birdied I don't know what was it four out of the four out of the last six holes so you know but Scheffler had such a lead going into that uh, going into the last few holes that he could four putt the last hole and still win so there's a little bit of drama that happens there so if you understand if you've watched the Masters uh, for, from that standpoint even if your guy is out. <laughs> like mine, uh, I was in a fantasy pool and just, I don't know, I could have stopped watching, I guess, after the second day. But, um, you know, I kept watching because I knew something something cool could happen, you know, in that golf course. Uh, the way that that golf course is set up is, uh, for like anything, um, it's, it's risk and reward. So if you have nothing to lose and you go for it, uh, you can score really, really low. Um, but if you're kind of like playing it safe, uh, things can go bad in a hurry. So that's kind of the cool thing about the Masters. And if you've watched it for any length of time or ever, um, that's why you keep watching it as opposed to, you know, for me, when Tiger was kind of out of it, it was like it didn't matter. I was still going to watch it because I knew what could happen. And I knew there was some some major things at play. Um, like Rory winning the Lifetime Grand Slam. So, anyway, that was my take on that. That would be a really cool achievement for a really cool guy. I like, I don't know, if you're not a golfer, you don't watch it that often, but, you know, Roy is, Rory McIlroy is a pretty cool cat. Someone someone's very likable uh, in the sports world. All right, well... You're just going to have to trust me on that. I, I will. I trust you <laughs> with all my heart, Dave. All right. Are we ready to rate this? Yes, sir. All right. So your turn. All right. Do I have any lumps? Very different beer from the first two. I'm going to give it a... Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Don't hurt yourself. 360. 360? Yes. All right. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I'm going to go 385 because it's a good IPA. Um, that's a very classic mixture, like I said, of the Citra, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops. Uh, it's a, it's not over the top, but you got that kind of fruity, um, refreshing taste of an IPA. So I went 3.85. Okay, three, eight, five. All right, with one thousand four hundred check-ins. Yeah, once again, Dave, you're closer to the untap crowd than I am. Untap four point one five. So they liked it a lot. I wasn't disappointed with it, but there was something that just. Yeah. Didn't resonate with me, if you know what I'm saying, Dave. Yeah, like I say, didn't blow your socks off. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, you know, Dave, as I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. Oh. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, 
you ain't got to go home, <laughs> but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>